It is. It's 9.02 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. No, it's not daylight time. It's standard time. Pacific Standard Time. Hello, Arizona people. You are an hour ahead of us again. Thursday, November 16th, 2023 A.D. I hope today's show will be better than the last one with women, says 7154. Me too. I hope so too, 7154. Although I... I don't know. What did you guys think of Stardust yesterday? That was a fun show. Fun to me, anyway. What will I cover? Pink is a mess. <laughs> you know that singer woman? She's giving away banned books in Florida. Ooh, so edgy. Not... Tim Scott got a girlfriend. Not the real Tim Scott. I'm talking about the black rhino senator from South Carolina dating a single mother. But he's a Christian, and she's a Christian, too. Dating is hard. Britney Spears, so disappointing. <laughs> I do hope to get to these things. And a borscht. A borscht. I do disavow a borscht. I'm not down with a borscht. Audio desynced. Audio out of sync. Hopefully it'll fix itself, guys. Uh, hopefully it will fix itself. I have some awesome music to share with you guys. It is Thrash Thursday. No, it's not Thrash Metal. Okay? But I'm excited to share more uh, fun music with you guys. Hopefully some of you guys like it anyway, right? So... All that and your calls, guys, if you would like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. And we're back. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. So, can you hear me? Press one if you can hear me. Okay. I'm, you guys know this. You guys know the drill. Two if it's bad. Think it ought to be fixed now. Um, thank you, Nicolas. He came in and saved the day, just like what he did on the J.C. Lee Peterson show. Okay. Nice. He blames Nick. Radulazer blames Nick. No, you're supposed to thank Nick. Nick fixed it. Uh, Nick for president, 2024. He's an anchor, baby. Um, so he can do it. Okay, uh, let's dive right into the topics, guys. I want to talk about pink. Oh, Raymond. <laughs> Raymond, if you want to... Raymond 11... Just email me, man. Just, but you get a you get a one month silent prayer break because you're psycho. You went psycho. All right, Pink. Pink is a mess. She's giving away banned books. Uh, the ladies at the Skim report. Evil singer, forty four year old Pink. I have pictures of this gal. She's only forty four. I thought she was like fifty. Real name, Alessia Beth Moore Hart, H-A-R-T. Moore is her maiden name. Hart is her married name, and she keeps on keeps both of them. Irish, hyphen German, hyphen Lithuanian, hyphen Jew. That's what she is. Parents divorced when she was 
tender age of 10 years old. Told you, she's a singer, guys. She's a singer, pop singer. Let's get this party started. And then she said, she sang the, just give me a reason. I love Pink's music, says Amazing Asia. Yeah, so right. I agree. Parents divorced when she was 10. She had a miscarriage at 17. That means she was pregnant and then the baby didn't go through. It was not an abortion. Good for her. Uh, she was born in, what, 79-ish or 78 or 77 or something like that? Because she's 44. That would mean four year, 77 probably. Because I'm 81. No, 79. She was born in 79. I don't know, math. She proposed to her husband. The good thing about Pink, she married white. She, she married a motocross rider. One of those guys who rides the motorcycle thing. That's cool. I knew I liked her for a reason. But she proposed to him <laughs> at the motocross event. She's like, will you marry me? No, for real. Mildly attractive gal. She wears this short-haired butch haircut sometimes. I don't like that. Not a fan. But, you know, you can, you can see that she's mildly attractive. Um, she promoted, by the way, on a late night show, having anxiety and depression. And it's understandable. It's understandable that she would have that. She, her parents divorced when she was 10. And uh, she's a mess. She's a liberal singer in that world. Well, this gal thinks that she's doing the kids a favor, the children... A favor <laughs> uh, giving away banned books. Banned books is this is the phrase. I have other pictures of her. I censored them because she doesn't dress very. Look, she's <laughs> that thing is only. Well, okay, I could see that being forty four. That's a woman. That's a, actually a a lady. She's just a little bit butch ish, mannish uh, slightly. Banned books at Florida concerts. Banned, quote-unquote, books. Because in Florida, they would like to protect the children, but you don't... Hey, what's up, Zeus? They would like to protect the children, but they're they're not protecting the children by hiding books. Kids don't read books. Or I don't know, maybe I did. I read books when I was a kid. But... Children are seeing nasty stuff on the internet and in person. Because ladies, and I use the term loosely because some of them are underage, dress like they're prostitutes all over, everywhere. So in real life and on the TV and on the internet, they're seeing all kinds of evil stuff. And then their teachers are largely evil. We've seen a whole lot of teachers brainwashed. All her music is pretty beta. The lyrics are H-E double toothpicks. Hell. Yeah. But, yes, Republicans, let's ban the books because the books are degenerate. They're just promoting this fake racism stuff, so it's evil. Uh, The LGBTQ stuff. Um, She's giving away banned books, 2,000 banned books at Florida concerts, multiple Florida concerts, with sexual content or themes of sexuality, gender identity, really gender misidentity, and race, the fake idea of racism. 
smearing the whites, basically, right? Smearing the whites. And she wrote, it's confusing. It's infuriating. It is censorship, she said, or wrote. She has joined forces with the far left, I've covered these people before, anti-Trump, pro-censorship, Pen America. You guys heard of Pen America? P-E-N, like pen, like writing. It might stand for something. They censor the truth. They're for censoring the truth, and they're for promoting lies. You know, because there's free speech can be used for good or for evil, to push lies or truth. Hatred in the name of fake love or actual love, which is the truth spoken without anger. They're a bunch of journalists, Pen America is. Scum of the earth. (laughs) Shout out to the journalists. But you are, it's true. Exceptions to the rule. Which, it describes really most of humanity. She put out a statement released by this group, Pen America. It is especially hateful, she said, to see authorities take aim at books about race and racism and against LGBTQ authors and those of color. And why did she spell it color? She's American. She was born in America, last I checked, via her Wikipedia. And so is Penn, quote-unquote, America, so-called American. Why are they spelling it C-O-L-O-U-R? I don't know. Zeus says, I'd rather listen to the evil Taylor Swift way prettier. He said a different word, hotter, but prettier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But, you know, some of her stuff is not We have made so many strides towards equality. She thinks she's about equality, which is Satan's notion, equality. In this country, no one should want to see this progress reversed. Progress towards evil. <laughs> Putting the U in there makes, it, makes you say it funny. Color. Color. I love Taylor Swift, says Amazing Asia. I do too. I mean, yes. So that's that gal. Working with... Punk is so beta. And I know she's not punk. <laughs> you disavow hotter? <laughs> she's, she's known for pushing the envelope. There, yeah, look at, let's look at pictures of her. I censor the pictures of her because she doesn't dress very ladylike by and large. You know these singers. Even T-Swift doesn't even dress all that classy nowadays, seemingly. Showing too much leg. <laughs> I mean, relatively speaking, T-Swift's dress is better than that, I think. But not always. She's dressed like it's one of those rockettes or something worse, too. Why does Hake bother to show any images? Asks, come on, man. <laughs> Censor this picture. But, you know, she's a talented uh, singer, my opinion. Probably a talented writer, right? I think. Songwriter. Tattoos. She has a cross tattoo on her. Is that a real tattoo? What's your take on pink, Hassan? Before I move on to this uh, next subject. Hassan, pink. Thumbs up, thumbs down in terms of uh, her music. Big thumbs down. Oh, really? I don't stand with her. Not at all. Not at all. What about that song she did with the fun singer? 
Just give me a reason. <laughs> With the who? The, the singer from Fun, period. Oh, um, no, I don't know about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can see a little bit of cleavage here. Hey, do better. <laughs> uh, Pen, posts, poets, essayists, and novelists. Oh, really? Okay, what about uh, get this party started? No? No, she's, she has said a lot of things over the years that um, really rubbed me the wrong way. Oh, <laughs> so her vocal political views, maybe, are turning you off to even appreciating her music at all. Yeah, she, she wasn't, I didn't like anything enough yeah, to... Uh, to overcome that turnoff. <laughs> exactly. I understand that. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's kind of how I feel about Robert De Niro a bit now. I just, I can't see through. I, he's kind of fun to watch as an actor, talented actor, but he's just such a beta in real life that it's hard to get past that now. Yeah, it's, you sound like Jay-Z. Jay-Z said, uh, I got to judge the guy. <laughs> I got to judge the guy in real life, not, right. not the movie Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, because Jay-Z thought he was such an alpha in the movies, and then in person he's such a beta. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Look at her. She's so cute in this picture. How do you not approve? That's her in 2006. So that's like 15 years ago. <laughs> We're looking at pictures of pink. This one doesn't work anymore, huh? Or at, for the time being, it's fine. <sighs> oh, yes. Yeah, Poor Pink. It's not her music, it's given to her. They work for the man, says Gigi. Oh, so, so you don't think that she made it? Get out of here, Pink, dude. She's getting... Uh, yeah, uh, Anyway, we uh, we wish her well. Yeah, she's a little bit mannish. Yeah, she's been a little bit mannish. And, uh, you know, misguided. Cut them some slack for being a little... I mean, just have understanding. They didn't, they, they're in that world, and they can't do any better. They can't. They can't see past their nose, the tip of their nose, or something. I could have saved her, says, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, moving on. Tim Scott, dating. What in the, oh yeah, look at that terrible picture. <laughs> see, this is not classy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Hassan. That's terrible. That's not good. She got a Hollyweird star on the Walk of Fame. That's one of the most dirty places you want to be nowadays. The Hollywood Walk of Fame. What a shame. <sighs> I don't know. It's been a w- little while since I've been up there in Hollywood. Okay, Tim Scott. He has a girlfriend now. Hey, good job, Tim Scott. Bro, Hague is not even 100% opacity. I know. <laughs> yeah, True. Okay, Tim Scott got a girlfriend. Interracial, single mother. This was a week old news. <sighs> Tim Scott, the rhino, black rhino, comp- complained about racism, works with Trump, Trump works with him, but they work for evil things. 
he gets Trump to cooperate for stuff that's, that doesn't belong. Look at him at, all dignified, shaking hands with the whites and uh, events, beautiful coffered ceilings in these uh, places with brick, brick wall buildings. Tim Scott, in his 50s or 50 years old or so. <laughs> Nathan, look at him posing with a uh, suit on and are those jeans and casual shoes and not a tie? Nice. In front of a backdrop. Tim Scott. He's dating a white gal. You brought her in front of everybody. She's a professional type of a gal. Mindy something. Niece. And uh, he showed her off at this Republican debate. He's barely there at the Republican debate. Um, you know, the third one last week. And she's wearing, like, a pantsuit. Don't wear pantsuits, gals. <laughs> That's where they're wearing these baggy pants and, like, a blazer-esque thing. Don't do that, ladies! At least it's a ladylike blazer-esque thing, but it's not good, my opinion. <laughs> okay, what's her name? Uh, Ma- Mindy Nose. Nose. N-O-C-E, I guess. Um, 58-year-old South Carolina Republican. Okay, Tim Scott is 58 years old. Wow, Okay. Believed to be single until he casually mentioned his girlfriend at an event in May. That's, a, that's like a woman friend at this point. <laughs> okay. Many presidential candidates show off their significant others. What? Why are you... See? New York Post. Far left. Significant others. That's a gay term. I started hearing significant other when I was a senior in high school. Or a junior, really, in high school. By these liberals... Pretending that this gay is okay mess. And families at the campaign trail in an effort to appeal to voters and seem personable. Because a whole bunch of women voting and female-minded liberal males. She is a Charleston, South Carolina, right? Based design and renovation consultant. And the mom of three children, according to an online company bio. Show her in this, like, uh, Western getup. She's a single mother. And she's, you know, mildly attractive, but a little mannish. But mildly attractive. But she's a single mother. Three, apparently a single mother. Hopefully she's single, right? For for him to be dating her. Uh, Three children. Man. Tim Scott. It kind of fits. It kind of fits, honestly. Because Tim Scott seems sort of beta. (laughs) Uh, So he hit, to his credit, he hid his dating life until now. And now that he's trying to run for president for some weird reason, he thinks that she still has her ex-husband's last name, says John Frederick. Oh, really? Uh... The party is fixated on family values, according to New York Post. These are not family values. Marriage and divorce and remarriage. But, okay. 
Last time the U.S. had an unmarried president, which Tim Scott is not going to be an unmarried president. He's not going to be a president. Was more than 139 years ago. After the Washington Compost published a deep dive into Tim Scott, candidate Tim Scott's so-called love life. That's not life, and that's not love. That's not life, and that's not love. Love life makes me want to spit. In September, Washington Compost. Uh, they were unable independently to verify the uh, or confirm the existence of his supposed girlfriend. Here she is. His campaign refused to name her. Good on you, campaign, Tim Scott. But now he's playing both sides. Like, he wants to pretend like he's private, but he also wants to run for president, and now he wants to show her off. What's the, uh, what's the idea? Maybe this was her idea. He was asked at an event if he had any special lady in his life. Oh, oh. <laughs> he confirmed he's dating a lovely Christian girl. That's not a girl. That's a grown woman. But okay, fine. You know, a lot of men, grown men, are dating later in life, and gals are dating later in life. What, you're supposed, you can't call them girls anymore? I call them gals when they're grown, because girl indicates underage. Anyway, he met through a friend at church. <laughs> okay, so Washington Compost, Tim Scott's girlfriend. Uh, jump down to number eight there, Hassan. The unmarried, this is the deep dive. They did a deep dive and didn't, couldn't even find her. Some deep dive. Ben Terrace. Unmarried Republican uh, presidential candidate. Doesn't like talking about his new relationship very much. But he is talking about it. So they have a whole bunch of pictures of him. Pretending to be personable. Shooting basketball hoops. Because he's a basketball American. Which is a... Thing that I disavow. Show number 10, him shooting baskets. (laughs) It's not real baskets, it's carnival baskets. He's, he's running as America's pastor, so to speak. So he courts, as he courts evangelicals in Iowa, said one Republican operative. Shooting baskets, throwing, throwing uh, footballs through basketball hoops at the carnival, at the, at the circus carnival thing. Cool. At the fair, the county fair, that's what it's called. It's true that remaining single deep into adulthood is not as unusual, says uh, the Washington Compost, as it used to be. In 1980, only 6% of 40-year-olds had never been married. 6% in 1980. Wow! Look at how things have changed. Only 6% of 40-year-olds had never been married in 1980, the year before Hake was born, according to Pew Research. In 2021, it was 25%. So a quarter of us have uh, 40-year-olds have never been married, because I'm 40-something, never been married. In politics, however, a family tableau remains core to the optics. The Republican primary field includes a conservative variety of pack of wife guys. Oh, Lord, wife guys. Ron DeSanctis, who reportedly changed the way he pronounced his name, the way his wife Casey preferred saying it. DeSantis rather than DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, he used to call himself. <laughs> but she prefers DeSantis. Mike Pence reportedly won't eat alone with a woman unless it's his wife, unless his wife Karen is also present. Terrible. <laughs> his wife is a K-word name. 
<laughs> these betas. But we can't help it, right? <laughs> it's terrible. That's why we need Trump as president. Although there have been unmarried candidates for president over the years, including other Republican senator from another, oh, candidates for president, South Lindsey Graham tried to run for president in 2015. <laughs> Lindsey Graham never married. He had to take care of his baby sister because his parents died. And people speculate about him. I won't get into that. Um, you'd have to go all the way back to Grover Cleveland, 1884, to find a bachelor who won. And he married, Grover Cleveland got married two years later. Oh, embarrassing. I wonder if he was a beta. Before that, James Buchanan stayed single even after winning in 1856. Before the so-called Civil War, James Buchanan, was he a good president or an evil president? Was he a beta or alpha? And that was a thing. New York Evening Post wrote an editorial about James Buchanan in 1856. Listen to this. An old bachelor. They capitalize O and B. Old bachelor is at most but half a man. Whoa, that's cold. How can such a person make more than half president? A half president. (laughs) Isn't that funny? See, the Washington Compost does have some interesting information. Fast forward to 2000-whatever. Despite an evolving understanding of gender, or more likely because of it, Republicans have made defining masculinity part of their political playbook. What is a man? Uh, American Anchor Baby made a great point that uh, JLP asks, what's a man? What is a man? And that's the defining question of our times. What is a man? Isn't that true? American Anchor Baby. He's live at 4 p.m. on Fridays, generally, 4-ish. And uh, noon, except for not yesterday, due to issues in the studio that you guys are quite well aware of, I think. Maybe. Um, Noon, Monday through Thursday, Pacific time. But these Republicans can't be men themselves, barely, except for Trump. DeSantis was maybe on track had he not listened to his wife and whoever told him to run for president and just stayed in his lane. Stayed in his lane. Oh, you can move on to another picture of him, I guess. <laughs> Why is he bending over? He's, talk- he's talking to the children. I don't know if there's anything better than... There's not really much, many good pictures of him. I mean, they're, they're all fine with him. Show him shooting the hoops. Oh, yeah, there he is, pretending to be all dignified. Oh, yeah, it's, he gestures, this uh, Tim Scott fellow. He gestures like a fo- politician. Like, he lifts up his hands, and it doesn't seem quite fully natural. He's less natural than Obama, and Obama is not, I mean, Obama, Obama is more slick than this guy. Uh, Republicans includes uh, pretty, promoting some pretty old school ideas about marriage. Men are meant to be husbands to form the virtues of a household in their souls, says Senator Josh Hawley, and he wrote that in his book, Manhood. Right on, Josh Hawley. I'll tell you what, Josh Hawley has a... He may look young and skinny, and, you know, relatively fit, tall, maybe. 
but young for a politician. But he talks like a man. His voice is all deep. I don't know if he's a... F- I don't know if he's a fake or not. I don't know. But right on Josh Hawley. I appreciate him for what he is. And, I, and for what I know of him, you know. All right. So that's Tim Scott. Congrats, Tim Scott. Uh, that's not really congratulate cause for congratulations, dating a single mother, but people don't know better. He doesn't know better. He thinks racism is real. He's a mama's boy. Whoa, Raymond OG. Somebody ban Raymond. <laughs> Raymond is on a Raymond Eleven is on a kick right now. He's on a he's tripping. <laughs> Raymond, go away, come back in a month. Uh, banned from the page. Come back in a month, Raymond. Frederick in Los Angeles, California is on the line. Frederick, thanks for calling, man. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Did you catch my show yesterday? I did. I seen you with Stardust, right? She was schooling you, man. She was schooling me? A little bit, a little bit. She had some, she had some, um, base thoughts. You know what I'm saying? She's a little... She believes racism does exist. It is a such thing. And um, I think that she's in the middle right now. A lot of them don't like to have a stance and stand on anything, but, like, they're, like, liquid. Oh, yeah, she's a bit wishy-washy. Somebody made a great point that um, a lot of these liberals, including Stardust, including Dylan Burns including uh, some of these other guys, Brenton Langle, who've been on my show, um, they have these long, convoluted answers. Or, And Hake does that a little bit, too. Rather than just being direct about, and short to the point, they have these long, complicated answers, and it's lame, beta, unclear. As long as they run out the clock with a few words that sound intelligent, that's all they do. They get paid off of the time. And the talking points go in a revolving circle, and then they start picking up these little snippets, and then they get into what they agree and disagree about and try to stand out. It's, it's a mess. It's the ego fighting. Uh, okay. Did I explain the ego? You, did you ask, did you, did you explain the ego? Yeah, on my last call, I don't know if you heard, but I was oh, go like, ahead. Go why ahead. is it so hard to be obedient to the message of, like, deny the ego? Y'all got the message right there in the studio, but y'all like to be in y'all thoughts about not practical thoughts either. Y'all <laughs> being like some <laughs> y'all being some thoughts about some blacks and like victimhood. Like let let Israel go. Like I mean, like why do we even have to pick sides? Why can't we just be still and watch? Who's we? America. Oh, it, let Israel go. What do you mean by let Israel go? Just be still and watch. Like, feel no either kind of way about it, about picking those sides about Hamas. Or just let whatever happens be. And like, like this, new, this new guy that they elected to be the Speaker of the House, what is he doing? Mike Johnson, he's being a beta Christian-y Christian Christian guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the same thing they just fired the last one for doing. I know. But, 
Hey, it's it's so it's so it's so embarrassing. I don't even know. I don't want to be a part of this. Like, what are we doing? But you're not a part of it. Why you why you have to say you don't want to be a part? I of am. It? I'm 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 over here campaigning for Doctor Cornell with every oh, day. Lord, I know. <laughs> don't don't say that out loud. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm not voting for terrorism, so I'm standing on principles. Communism, yeah, we don't need to be communism is terrorism. We don't need to feel no kind of way. We need to leave them alone and let them all, like, they, I they got the mouth, let they but cash the checks that they mouth are talking about. Why are you taking sides with uh, Cornell West? No, he's like, we're going away from the duopoly because the Republican and Democrats are Zionists, and I, we're like, no more. Uh, define Zionist. Nobody's picking up your spittoon. <laughs> you're, you're on delay. I, I put it down already. What's a Zionist? <laughs> What's a Zionist? Yeah. That's somebody that's in for it. Like, if I lift these people up, I'm going to get blessings on the back end. They oh. think if I bless Israel, we'll get blessed. Yeah, because the like, Bible... Uh, because they uh, interpret when God says, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you, talking to Israel... Uh, the, that sounds loud and clear to me. I mean, what do you mean they interpret it like that? That sounds like that's really what it means. So Christians are saying, I will do that, sir, if you want me to in the Bible. Um, I will. I want my blessings in return, so I'm going to keep the faith. And you better cash in. They want, they want to cash it's a, in. Isn't it? Isn't it? But shouldn't you wish, shouldn't you, like, I don't know about bless everybody, but shouldn't you... Um, not curse anyone, even your enemies. That sounds real good. Thank you. Yes, let's not b- curse no one. Right? Who, who came up with that cursing in the first place? Who thought of him? God. Being God did when uh, Adam and Eve. Well, when Adam listened to Eve and Eve listened to the serpent, and none of who them wrote that down. Who, uh, who Moses. I think Moses wrote that. No, Moses was raised by Egyptians, so he couldn't have wrote that down. Come on now. I didn't know that. I mean, just because he was raised by Egyptians and his sister Miriam, I think, doesn't... So he was there with Adam and Eve? Uh, Adam and Eve, Eve. I don't know know about... He he wrote down a story, right? So as far as the Adam and Eve story, I don't know how we're supposed to take that necessarily. Yeah, how do we take that? Is he a time traveler or what? I don't I think, think that he. Moses I think that he. They had all. You know they. By black that was pharaohs, and he ran with the Adam and Eve story. They might have had. Like he, was there. he he might have written down what was told to him. I don't know. I know how he came. Yeah, I heard hey. that. I heard that Moses wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and maybe something else. One. Mm, 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 yeah, Moses was jealous. He wasn't the a pharaoh, and he killed a guy. Hey. He, what happened to that? Uh, and the he, Bible said you can beat your slaves almost to death, but right. Moses killed the guy for beating the slaves. Right. And there was a sin for that already. You can't do that. And he, no, no, the well, law was not written at that point. He Okay, so Moses... Oh, the law was written. No, oh, wasn't. Law, Moses wrote the law. Laws of my yacht, 42 laws of my yacht <laughs> was written. Don't act like the 42 laws of my yacht. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Moses. Okay. You're talking about you're okay. talking about Pharaoh law. We're talking about uh, Jewish or Israel Israelite law. 
the Israelite. You don't even know what law you're talking about. Yes, I do. I know what law I'm talking about. <laughs> so the Mayots set, al- were allowed to Hebrews. be. So you Mayots, you uh, you Egyptians were allowed to beat your slaves almost to death, and that was fine. No, that's what the Bible says. No, then yeah. how come you're talking Apparently about the Mayot law was written? Moses killed a guy. Apparently it wasn't fine that Moses killed the guy for just whooping a person. He was raised as a pharaoh, so no, it was never okay. He thought the guy whooping the guy needed death because you should never whip anyone. That was wrong. And that curse you don't know Moses because he cursed Pharaoh first. He okay. said, let my people go and right. I'm going to send a plague. Are you going to let me baby. speak? Are you going to let me speak? Okay. Moses is the author of abortion. <laughs> Whatever. He killed the firstborn of every baby. No, that was that was the spirit of God. That was oh, a, the God. angel of the Lord did that. So abortions. Oh, okay. You're jumping around though. I can't. I can't. I'm trying to address your first point. Pin me point. down. Pin me down. Pin me down. Then <laughs> is 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 Frederick obnoxious? Press two if he's obnoxious. Press one if he's just fine. Press three if you're Press indifferent. Press three if you want Raymond Eleven back. Because <laughs> half your chat going to abandon you. I totally you love. I totally love Raymond Eleven. He's just tripping right now. Hey, yeah, because your chat. I'll like, bring him back in a like, month. I'll bring him back in a month. But he's he's on timeout. He's, uh, he's obnoxious. He's obnoxious. Okay. Not me. Come on now. But he's in the chat. He's never called my show to my knowledge. Okay, so uh, Moses. All right. Let's talk. Let's, ta- let's talk about Moses. Moses. Uh, identified with the Hebrews because he was Hebrew, and he hit a guy who was beating a slave, uh, an Egyptian who was beating a Hebrew slave, and that guy ended up dying. I don't know if Moses intentionally killed him, but he hit him violently, and the guy died. So Moses knew that he would get in trouble for that, so he fled into the desert. And so he spent time in the desert. That's where he met his... Ethiopian wife, I guess that gal was. And so he interracially married, maybe. I don't know. And he also saw God in the burning bush. He saw the burning bush and he went to check it out and God spoke to him in the burning bush. And so he, long story short, went back to Egypt and with the power of God freed the slaves from Pharaoh's uh hold of the... In uh, our books, what happened was slaves. Moses went to Ethiopia and caught some media, peed on the bush. He thought the bush was on fire. See, y'all got it all wrong. Ethiopia is a cradle. So they knew about the same knowledge Moses knew when he came down there. The cradle? Normer united. Ethiopia is the cradle of civilization in, or what? Lower and upper Egypt was united by Normer before Moses. So... I don't know why. I don't know what you're talking about. Whatever fairy tale they got y'all believing. Oh, so you've never read the Bible out here? Yeah, it's causing war out here. When you, you read the Bible, have you read the Bible? Yeah, I read. The, I read the Bible. So you don't, you don't, you don't remember the story that I just recounted from the Bible? Yeah, but I'm just saying the whole Bible speaks to me as well. Oh. I'm not like believing that is true knowledge. Right. Okay. So like, I mean, you okay. don't have to. I don't care. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people who believe the, the a lot on, of people though. who believe the Bible as true knowledge are are just about as confused as you are about what they yeah, think that's why about we what they assume right that now, it means. And our kids' kids are going to be fighting for Israel and over this book, huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, if you can hunt, you can hurt. A lot of people in Israel are fighting over this book. Yes. 
No, they're fighting over their own egos. It's, I mean, the book is just an excuse, maybe, if, if it is involved you know, at all. religion's bad. Let's just say religion's bad. We need to take it out of politics. No. No, no, no. That's dumb. Yes, disavow it. No, because ego is evil. They're, e- right, they're fighting so over Muslims their egos. And you're, you're, blaming, in America, you're blaming religion when, for uh, human... When Muslims outnumber Christians in America, don't get mad when you got all Muslim politicians and you're like, no, we need to take religion out of politics. I'm going to say Hank said oh. it first. Religion's <laughs> good in politics. True religion that God our true Father... Religion. True religion. I wear it. Well, I, okay. wear, I wear true religion. My true bad. religion, oh, yeah. as the Bible says, at least NIV... That God our Father accepts as pure and holy as this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. So I don't know about, uh, I don't know about Islam, but uh, true religion belongs in politics because politics... Why do, why, do, why do Israel think that their existence is a threat? Like they can't be refugees. You know, France and Europe will welcome all of Israel into their little country. They only the size of like Maryland or something. Like Israel's not that big. Why they act like our existence is a threat? They're trying to y'all need to run into another country and be safe instead of <laughs> just like Hamas is hiding behind citizens and babies and killing the babies. Y'all quit killing them babies and blowing up hospitals and acting like y'all the real threat is like y'all can't move. Y'all need to run. I thought, I thought you weren't taking sides. I thought you weren't concerning yourself with that mess over there. Let them no, fight I'm it not. out. No, I'm just watching, but I'm just saying, that's why they taking sides, and a lot of people feel like they need to take up, like, there is an alternative. They can flee. They can be refugees. Matter of fact, they can come here. Canada, all of, everybody will accept Jews because they're going to bring the money. They will open their country for a Jew country because they're going to bring have, their bread. Would you rather have Jewish... Israeli neighbors or Palestinian neighbors move into your neighborhood? Out of curiosity. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Nah, it don't matter. As long as they're going to break bread, we're going to break bread together. Break your face. They got to get away from that kosher tax. We ain't paying that. Okay. I'm in Kentucky You, you talk big, but you're going to pay. No, no, no. They're going <laughs> to pay us reparations. The Jews oh, is with it. All right. Yeah, You're jumping around gotta, a bit hey, much for my taste, Frederick. Appreciate your call. Take care. All right, Hank. Have a good one. All right. Bye. <sighs> William in California is on the line. William, thanks for calling. What's Sometimes. up? Hey. How you doing, bro? Doing fine. Thank you. All righty. Hey, man. Um, what man giggles? You must don't have any confidence in what you're saying. Let's move on. Dude, there's not going to be a Cornell West not even nominated. Uh-huh. He's got like 17 supporters, 18 counting Fred. Frederick. What this is is Mr. Cornell West. We've been looking at him since 1972. He's a career student. He even lives on campus. The guy is a socialist. And this socialist idea of you guys getting other people's stuff is out the window. Yep. You need to get your own stuff. Um, You were talking about um, single president, single men. I think a lot of it probably, because I'm I'm not single, but I have never been married, don't have any kids, and it's (laughs) 
way past, but I can tell you this. It might have a little something to do with the HIV-AIDS thing in the early 80s, and the guys started covering up, and then they looked at the quality of women that they had to choose from. Just like this lady, black lady, left her baby on the beach with the waves washing over his head at, what, 2 o'clock in the morning? Mm -hmm. Somebody rescued this kid just recently. So more and more you're starting to hear women are harming their children. Then you have some men who are walking away from those particular women. Yeah. I mean, don't kill me. I'm just a messenger, and I see this, and I've I've decided to do it all my life. I've seen what I had to choose from. There was nothing there. And then you probably had the right girl at the wrong time a few times. You know, guys get that, too. You know, he's not ready. She's not ready. That happens. Right. Uh, that happens a lot. But I think maybe the epidemic with uh, HIV, the behavior of especially the black woman is turning in, quickly turning into the worst mother in the country because their children are completely out of control, 14 years old, carjacking, getting killed, stuff like that. Girls, little black girls are doing this stuff, 12 years old. Little black girls are robbing, and then their reparations. Yeah, then their reparations conversation is a joke. You're getting nothing. You're getting nothing, okay? They're talking about building you guys some new projects. That's your reparations. Maybe your reparations is raiding all the stores every day that you, I I don't, I, I see black kids doing that. Is that your reparations? Getting getting your Walgreens walking away from your 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 city, Nordstrom's walking away from your city. Yeah, That's your repara- that must Target, be your reparation. Tar- you you guys Target think somebody closing? owes you something? It's a shame. It's a mess. Do, do anybody really owe and black Mays people anything? And Mays wants to pretend. Mays called in yesterday. Wanted well, to I pretend. Know, I know Flipper. Flipper's going to be calling in right after me. I already know that. She wanted to pretend that the black crime is is. Over exaggerated by the mainstream media. <laughs> She's over delusional. Yeah, uh, that that's crazy yeah, to even is. say that because it's true. They're on TV every day. What news station are these people looking at? I don't know. What did you think about Stardust saying uh, attributing black violence, disproportionate black violence, to uh, lead poisoning in childhood? In part, yeah. that's that's goofy too. Yeah, I wonder if there's any truth to that, or if it's a no. significant no, I mean, or a minor contribution. Just like if if, <laughs> if 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 a kid wants to become a homosexual, and you got all these mothers saying, you know, that's okay and all that, and it's something that went wrong with that kid when that kid was a kid. Yeah, you're not born that way. Stop throwing that out there. You are not born that way. Yeah. You don't. You catch a cold. You don't catch gay. Excuse me. You know. Disavow. You, you you catch a cold. Yeah. You don't catch that. You know that's a learned behavior. Yep. And, it's a um, it's a yeah. twisting. People get twisted. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, let's take a look at the quality of the woman. They 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 argue men. I say that it's because uh, the quality. Have of you men, noticed that they're very argumentative nowadays? Yeah, I do notice that. But the men got to. We gotta get. We gotta get tough. <laughs> they gotta stand up like men and, yeah. and just demand better. Demand better. Stop settling for less. You know, 
stop selling for a woman if you ask her something she complicates it and would say what about the whites what about this what about that we're not talking about the whites we're right. talking about you and when and you we're not even those, really talking about her we're no, talking not her about in other blacks. but a lot of people do that and they complicate she answers. with them well yeah. they complicate the answers to keep you from dealing with the problem <laughs> I told you that before. Yeah. You're not going to get a straight answer on anything. It's going to be, what about them? What about them? No, we're not talking about them. We're talking about you. Uh, Your product is on the streets every day, terrorizing all these communities. <laughs> and when you get to where you think nobody can talk about blacks, that's not true. Let me we ask are you a question, it. William. Yes, sir. In your heart, do you harbor any bitterness towards the black women, these out-of-control black women? No, no, nope, because no I don't, I don't, I, they're, they're, I don't, they're not dating me. I know, but I don't play that. I know that, but that doesn't mean that you don't have bitterness. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I'm disappointed as hell. Oh, that's the, that. that's the problem, man. That's the problem. I'm disappointed. I don't you, resent them. I don't hate them. I am disappointed in them. I know, but that's, you don't want to do that because that's falling into the woman thing because. You're disappointed in them. You're going to be... Oh, I'm very disappointed in them. That's not just, good. No, well, maybe it's not, you don't but have I am high, disappointed in them. Uh, like JLP says, I think this is really good advice. Have no expectations. No. <laughs> he's, he's got that right. Yeah, right? Because then you won't right. be disappointed by their... I can admit when I'm wrong. ...being That's found lacking. Different. No, wait a minute, James. Yeah. If it's wrong, it's wrong. I can admit when I'm wrong, but I cannot lie to you and tell you that I'm not disappointed in them. I'm not, I don't want you to lie about, not, about being disappointed. I don't want you yeah. to lie about that. Yeah. And it's, it's an honest feeling. It's, it's not, and it's just a feeling because there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, they have to, they're the ones that have to change, not me. But you want to get past that. You want to get past disappointment. Get, as, the, as uh, Wesley in The Princess Bride said, get used to disappointment. <laughs> that way you won't be disappointed anymore because it's like in other words expect the worst i've heard that term before expect the worst and you won't be surprised no i say expect nothing have no expectations then you won't have to worry your head your well, handsome head <laughs> well the, you know i don't live in the black community nice but i could tell I you this i am very concerned about the black community because i am i am black that I, i'm concerned about them and i'm not even black so, so do you think that's honest to be concerned about them? I am very concerned about them because that's not just one or two women. No, I know it's it's totally out of control. You're not you're not wrong about what you're saying, but you don't want to be you don't want to have any uh, emotion behind it because it's then all you're just good. I can tell you this: it's blind. all good. I'm not their problem. That that's fine. No, what you're, you're saying, your problem. But that's my problem. That's right. correct. That's yep. my problem. Don't stop. Stop worrying about. Stop doxing. Stop worried about what William has. What I William know. does. Because yeah. I do things that you can't do. So <laughs> I mean, and the reason why it's like that, I set myself up to be that way. Nice. That, that's why I don't look for reparations. I don't need reparations. Yep. I mean, how are you going to look amongst real men with that kind of an attitude? I want your stuff. No, you're not getting my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, William. All right. All right. And Flipper is getting ready to call in, so get ready. Indeed. Take care. All right. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we're about five minutes till the top of the hour. 
this is about an 11-minute track that I want to play for you guys. It's a Thrash Thursday. It's not Thrash Metal. This is Om. Bima's theme. B-H-I-M-A apostrophe S. Theme. Uh, by Om from their 2007 album Pilgrimage. Hope you enjoy it, you musical Philistines. Uh, I'll be back before 11 minutes, okay? Because it's ridiculous for me to play an 11 minutes track and not talk to you during it. Uh, we're not ready yet, though. We're having some issues. I think there's a freezing over here. Stuff is frozen. 11 minutes? You're joking? Says Nugget Man. It's such a good track. It's such a good track. But maybe we won't even get to play it. Maybe the Lord has intervened. Or allowed Satan to intervene in my track. <laughs> uh, so that we don't do a, an 11-minute whatever this track is. Bima's theme by Om. So let me know if and when it gets ready. In the meantime, let me do some super chats. Over on uh, buymeacoffee.com, Carver bought a coffee. Okay, Hake, this is when it counts. You're a Mac fan, as in Fleetwood Mac, so you know the tune. Rock on, Stardust Woman. Take your gamer chair and go on debate. Here's a challenge. Win and he might take you on a date. Ball tarred warning. See the sunrise proves it's not round. You say cuss words, but you never ever disavow, disavow. Well, did he make you cry? Make you break down? Shatter your illusions of globes? The debate's over now. Do you want to meet up at Little Caesars after the show? Carver, I didn't recognize the track by, the, by those lyrics. I, just because I'm a fan, just because it's my favorite um, artist to play right now lately, doesn't mean that I caught on to it. Doesn't mean that I caught on to it. God split those cables. <laughs> it was Moses. Moses split the cables so that, Hake, so that you guys could walk through the Hake Report with no sea of Bima's theme on music. Thank you, Carver. That's, that's nice. I don't know that tune offhand. Uh, Gold Dust Woman. Gold Dust Woman. I don't know them by their track names. I recognize it as a track, as a song. But, oh, Stardust. Stardust, Gold Dust, Stardust Woman. Oh, hey. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, Stardust was fun. Uh, someone bought you two coffees. Karen Bass declared an emergency on homelessness in December 2022. She's the mayor of Los Angeles, a black woman. <laughs> JLP has debated her at Politicon before. More than 24 homeless encampment fires occur every day and account for 80% of the fires in Los Angeles, says someone. Sadly, November 10th, a massive homeless encampment fire underneath the 10 freeway Severely damaged it. It is the most notable free, freeway closure since 1994 or th- Northridge earthquake. That's in the earthquake up in, uh, up in the valley, I guess, Northridge. Like, it like collapsed a bridge or something. Crazy. 300,000 additional vehicles will be forced daily onto the 5, the 110, the 710, the 405 for years, costing billions in economic activity. Firemen, policemen, and engineer men... Needed to fix the problem. Bass's incompetence allows. She should resign, but won't. This also happened to Garcetti in 2017. Mayor Eric Garcetti. Sounds sounds Italian. Shout out to the Italians. 
Uh, when a homeless encampment caused a wildfire that burned through neighborhoods, causing a billion dollars in damages. Does it cost billions to fix the homeless problem, or is it easier to externalize the consequences to residents and their insurance? Well, thank you, someone. That's an informative super chat. That's wild. Uh, excuse me, Amazing Asia bought a coffee. Women with hyphenated names have beta husbands. It's been scientifically proven. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Amazing Asia. She doesn't have a uh, hyphenated last name. So she doesn't have a beta husband, even though she doxed her husband on, on air one time. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Lin Yan Chin accused me of, of hating the uh, Lincoln Park. I don't hate them. I like them. My anti-trendiness was wearing thin. I started embracing the trends. Uh, let me see. Before we get started with this track. Oh, there was one from Max Rex on... Uh, Max Rex donated on Odyssey. You should cut the sleeves of that King of the Cage shirt, man. Yeah, that'd be metal. And just check out my arms. <laughs> All right. Um, here's that 11-minute track, guys. Bima's theme by Om, and I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight. Here it is. Oh, 
little bit when you scream. Other than that, it sounds like satanic backmasking. But it might be Christian. It got so hot in here that I turned on the AC. I don't even care about the people outside the studio here. It's gonna kick back in, guys. So you're not able to put me on screen, huh? It may disrupt the song. Check with Joel, I guess. Hey, you're gonna have to turn up your audio. <laughs> Let her finish, hey. Complicated business, folks. Hey, I see you now. Nick, stop speaking over the music. It's not Nick. Don't blame Nick. I haven't seen hide nor tail of Nick since he fixed my stream at the beginning of the stream. This makes me feel weird. <laughs> Oh, that's the song. Never mind. Yes. Inverter of the organ sentries breaks dissipating waves. Birakim salutes the Godhead vigilance. Vigilance. Yeah, I played the be the second track. Uh, last week, Shabo, Shabot. Isn't it cool? It's a nice vibe. Forever Delilah. Hake needs to give Delilah. Give Delilah. Her reparations. She needs a refuge. Refugee projects home. What reparations shall I give Delilah? I dedicate this song to her. I've never heard Christian music such as this. Okay, it might not be Christian. Om, O-M.
Is that ending? Is it ending now or are you turning it down? Okay. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. This band's pretty cool. Yeah. <sighs> the the Bond saga in the podcast catastrophe. Terrible. Normally we would have been able to play it uh, under better ways, but anyway. Um, Did I cover this? Dating is hard. Has app- have apps made it worse? Many people are looking for relationships. They are claiming that apps, the dating apps, which I have never really used. I say never really used, because I've never really used them. But never really used, because that means I ne- never really used them. <laughs> uh, this is from the CNN. An endless journey of swiping. Swipe right, swipe left. Don't ask me what those mean. Uh, recycled small talk and inevitable ghosting. Ghosting is when you uh, suddenly just stop responding to them <laughs> without warning or explanation. You just ghost them. And that's honestly like how people naturally drift apart. Except this one is more like, I don't know. Here's how singles, what, is CNN bunch of church people now? They have singles? Okay, now it's getting cool in here again. Probably because I'm sweaty. I got so hot that I got, like, sweaty in here. And now the cool air is cooling me down. But that's cool. Let's keep the AC on for at least just a few more minutes. Finding alternatives to dating apps. Oh, yeah, uh, we do have this. Okay, so It has a woman on a treadmill. Dating is not hard. It may be Hard to find a date if you're looking for a date How dating apps have ruined dating for some. Jenny Windong Spelled Nguyen Dong Don Nguyen hyphen Don Was craving some chicken. It was earlier this year, and Wyn Don, living in London at the time, nice English name, not, talking to this guy on Hinge, which is a dating app. I heard of Hinge. Some guy was telling me about Hinge. A man was telling me about Hinge, I think. So she thought, two birds, one stone. She shot him a text, asking if he wanted to meet her that night. He agreed. They exchanged messages, and Wyn Don, Wyn hyphen Don, got ready. He mentioned he had to make a quick stop on the way. She was already on the train with no service, didn't get his message until she, he arrived. Then she noticed something strange. When she went to text him, his pro- profile picture on WhatsApp was gone. Her messages weren't going through. The realization dawned on her. Because she hadn't replied, he blocked her! Ah, <laughs> uh, Jump into conclusions about her not replying, so he blocked her! She was on the train out of service, and in that time, allegedly, he blocked her. According to her, right? Confused, she texted him again, then messaged him again through the dating app. That's when suddenly his WhatsApp profile picture came back. Her messages suddenly sent. When the two met up, she confronted him. You blocked me? He denied ever blocking her, but then the damage was done. They continued with the date, but it was awkward, she told Commie Nonsense Network, and they parted after an hour. After that, I was just like, what a loser. And he was 36 years old, she said, in a TikTok video about the date. What? 
we're looking at a picture of one Caroline. Uh, anyway, on these apps, Hinge, that's the Hinge app. Uh, so she's going on TikTok trash talking this guy and she doesn't even actually know what happened or does she? I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe he, <laughs> whatever. Uh, that video went viral, not just on TikTok. Five million people tuned in. Commenters were shocked. He blocks you because you didn't respond within like 20 minutes? One asked, bewildered. In other quarter- corners of the internet, but she was using him and he was using her. She was just using him because she wanted to like go eat and said, oh, two birds and with one stone. She's the loser too. In other corners of the internet, the video was held up as an example of just how bad Modern dating has become on X, formerly known as Twitter. One person said, we're in the pits. Uh, Many agreed. Um, Thousands of options at your fingertips. Many people are looking for relationships. Looking for relationships. No wonder it's hard. You're not supposed to be looking. Um, That's loserish, I think. Claim that apps have made dating a slog, an endless journey of swiping. Recycled small talk, inevitable ghosting, dating on the apps, it's ruined dating for a bit, said uh, Win Nguyen Don. Vietnamese type of a name, I think. She works as a digital marketing manager. Everyone is so spoiled for choice, but the apps are just a tool. Are they really to blame, or is it evil human nature? It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a Frederick blaming religion for hu- evil human nature. Like, since he thinks he's above it all, but he's part of it all. Maybe Hake doesn't know what he's talking about. Ha! Says somebody in the chat. Frederick L.A. Uh, yeah, maybe. But I think that I don't agree with... If CNN says dating is hard, you know it's fake news. If CNN said it, it's fake news. The apps commodified dating. Users say that's not a good thing. Well, you're the user. (laughs) You're the user. Okay, what else? Who's to blame, the app or the people on the apps? After her video about getting blocked by that guy (laughs) went viral. And she doesn't even actually know the whole story, the real story, because he didn't tell her. We can't blame the medium. Everyone's on it. It's so convenient to find many options. It's worth questioning the tool, somebody said. Uh, it never seemed natural, this whole thing, this whole app thing and online thing. Never seemed natural to me. Uh, jump down to the one that shows Tinder, OkCupid, Juamo, Lavu, Badu, Hinge, Bumble, Yo, You, Me. (laughs) Look at that, look at how many, ugh. The choices represented by dating apps can be a paradox. Paradox? What's paradox? How is that a paradox? Isn't a paradox something that is a true statement, but it sounds contradictory, but it isn't actually contradictory? I don't know. But now they're promoting something called speed dating, which which feels just as artificial as the dating apps stuff. Doesn't it feel just as artificial? You guys heard of speed dating? Increase speed dating. That's when a whole bunch of quote-unquote singles, we met IRL, is a speed dating event in uh, 
New York, started by this woman, I guess, named Maxine Simone Williams. In 2022, she founded We Met IRL. IRL stands for real life, in real life. And uh, I looked up speed dating because I didn't have any idea what that was. So, but I had heard of it in the 80s when I was a kid, or the 90s, early 90s. Two people paired up on a speed date, each wearing a name tag. You know women came up with this one. Name tag. Why? I'm James. I'm not uh, radical (laughs) at all. I'm a fellow normie, which I am. You want to see someone smile. You want to hear the laugh. You want to smell their cologne or perfume, this woman said. That's all part of the attraction, part of attraction. Algorithms can't predict attraction or an ideal person. And even if they could, that person might get denied because their picture was bad. Terrible. Oh, terrible. (laughs) Listen to this. Okay. I'm going to have to disavow this prematurely. Clearly, cover your ears, kids. With speed dating, you still meet people you wouldn't normally meet. Man, these lost people. This Williams woman said, sounds like a black woman too, by the way. Maxine, Simone, Williams. That's a black, I'm thinking. It's my guess. Don't know. Um, at least she has a normal American black name. As opposed to swiping. Many people, that's a relief. It isn't the only... She, we, she isn't the only one who feels this way. We met IRL events swipe sell out in less than a week. And LGBTQ events sell out in seconds. These desperate LGBTIQ people. Okay, you can, you can uncover your ears again, kids. So these apps have started hosting events too. Bumble, which sounds like a dirty name. Uh, hosts events in some cities. They're still, uh, despite all the odds, according to Evil Commie Nonsense Network, searching for love. That's ridiculous! That I... Okay, speed dating, an organized method of meeting potential romantic partners. Ugh! Good thing I have my spittoon. Thank you, Mr. Mad. Two. Over the course of a single event, through a series of brief one-on-one meetings. Crazy, huh? What a mess. These gals. Wouldn't you be embarrassed to be a dude at one of these things? I think. I would think I would be. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Brittany. Brittany. I've been meaning to get to Brittany Spears for like three weeks. So disappointing. I I covered this story already. Sort of. At least in Hake News I did. I saw this video, the comments section, with Brett Cooper. It's a man's name, but it's also a woman's name. It's a gal. On Daily Wire. An up-and-comer gal. And, uh, like Hake, she likes the comments section. I like reading the comments on YouTube. I even read the comments, believe it or not, on BitChute. The comments on BitChute are bitter. Bitter. Look at this gal. 
Okay, so look at the title of her video. Dark Secret. Um, Britney Spears exposes Justin Timberlake. And look at Justin Timberlake with his curly hair back then. In those days. Ah, exposes. So, like, this is the story that I told you guys about. Britney Spears claimed to have had an abortion. Wasn't saying, wasn't Hake saying expect disappointment? Yes. No, get used to disappointment. Ex- have no expectation. I didn't say expect disappointment. Brett Cooper is the Ben Shapiro stunt double gal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she, I don't know much about her, but she's a, like a young lady who hosts the show. And she's claiming that Britney Spears, who said that she had an abortion for Justin Timberlake uh, back when she was, you know, Teens, late teens, maybe early 20s, probably teens. Uh, Because Justin Timberlake got her pregnant, according to her. This is all according to her. So she's exposing herself. She's not exposing Justin Timberlake, right? She's exposing herself. She had an abortion because... She claims Justin Timberlake wasn't ready to become a father and take care of this baby with her. And so he's like, no, no, no. So she didn't want to have the abortion, but she had it. So then she did want to have it. Women. So conflicted. So often. Right? Britney Britney Spears' music is still on my playlist, says Amazing Asia. Yeah, yeah. I like... Don't you like that song, Lucky? So, uh, so I don't agree with you, uh, Brett Cooper, that she exposed Justin Timberlake. Britney Spears allegedly reveals in her new memoir, because she wrote a book, right? That she, the woman, becoming the woman I am or something like that. I forget what it's called. Um, she was pressured into getting an abortion with Justin Timberlake's baby back in 2000. If you even believe her. I don't know, I don't care, right? But she's putting it out there like a dirty gossip woman. So disappointing. I could have saved her. Britney Spears. Although I never really liked her look. Um, She may have hinted at this secret decades ago in a music video for her song, Every Time. And in her music video, every time she walks through like this hospital room where there's a baby, a, a lady had a baby, and then there's another hospital room where she herself is dead. In the hospital bed. So I don't know. Downward spiral. Does this explain the downward spiral of her mental health over the years? Let's talk about it. Help save 1,500 babies from abortion because preborn.com slash Brett is what she's promoting. This Brett gal. Brett Cooper gal. Uh, so <laughs> so her, her whole Rumble channel is called the comments section. With Brett Cooper. I always call it comment section. But I guess it's comments section. I like the comments section, so I went to the comments. Somebody said, anybody else find it funny that Ben Shapiro grew a beard after people started saying he looked like Brett? LOL, not criticizing you, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) I found found that amusing. I wasn't aware of this uh, stuff. I don't keep up with these people. I only listened to Ben Shapiro when it was the morning answer 
with this funny liberal guy and some gal. Um, and it was way back in 2012, plus or minus. And I was working somewhere else, and I was mainly listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Who cares? These both, both these people are pieces of SH blank blank. Don't show this one, Hassan, because it shows the full word. I forgot to... She's the quickest slash second biggest, it seems, on Daily Wire, says Joel Friday. Well, yeah, she's, you know, mildly attractive and young, Zoomer-esque gal. The world is literally on fire. We have wars happening all over, the economy being destroyed, our freedoms being encroached upon, and completely... Oh, show back... Go back to, I guess... Brittany Cooper vid one. Skip the comments, because then we're showing, uh, then we're showing, like, pictures of her. Um, there's, there's some further down. Brittany Cooper vid one, two, three, four, blah, blah, blah. You can cycle through those two if you like, uh, there, Hassan. No, there she is. Aw. Her, I bet you her setup doesn't mess up when, where she's playing Bima's theme. (laughs) But that's okay. Um, So this person is saying, you're reporting on this nonsense. Come on, do better. You're looking for something better from this gal? Come on. This stuff is good. This is has to do with culture, human nature. We can't do anything about the wars going on in the world. We can't even do anything really about her. But I like doing it, reacting to it, and looking at our reaction to it. Right? Yes. Americans are aborting their children. Middle Eastern people are not. Look at the writing on the wall, says somebody replying to this person who says, This stuff doesn't matter. Talk about something real. Uh, Somebody else says, Keep your legs closed before marriage? Definitely. However, didn't you do a video on birth control a while? Oh, this person is... This uh, commenter is responding to Brett Cooper... Allegedly having claimed she was on birth control a while back. You said you used to be on birth control. Why would you need to be on birth control if you keep your legs closed? Just wondering? Well, stop. Wonder no more, dick call B. Mike, because it's not your business. (laughs) Nosy comment section person. Trying to... Trying to speculate on whether Brett Cooper is having the S word out of wedlock. Ugh. Okay, Nomad says, heartbreaking. I didn't realize how much abortion affected her. The abortion affected her. Okay, yeah. Um, her mental illness did not decline as a result of the abortion. Maybe it did? Maybe it, maybe it got worse? I could, think, I could think of it getting worse because she, uh, women have a lot of guilt. Uh, they're very judgmental of themselves and others. Right? Dang, take a call, hey. Don't tell me what to do, wrinkle hands, bing bong. You're a woman. <laughs> but I will take a call. Hang on, callers. I will. Oh, The Woman in Me is the name of Britney Spears' book. She's been a mess. She was Mickey Mouse Club. That messes you up. She was in, she's a liberal singer. That messes you up. She's a human being. That messes you up by uh, way of your parents and all that stuff. She's a woman that messes you up. <laughs> and uh, she was sleeping around, allegedly, according to her, if you believe her. Which I don't. That messes you up. And yes, the abortion messes with you. 
That's why they get so nasty in favor of abortion. Because they want to defy, they want to be anti-guilt and shame. But that doesn't help you. I know someone who is in a relationship with a woman who, unknown to him, became, she became pregnant and decided to have an abortion without even telling him she was pregnant. She chose to tell him months later. The news devastated him, writes this man, Nanner, or this person, young lady, I think. Nanner1020 in the comment section under this video. Um, he still mourns the loss of that child. Okay, mourn for three days and get past it. You messed up. Their relationship quickly deteriorated for multiple reasons, but something like that he could not move past. And unfortunately, he will always live with the pain of it. I disavow this notion that you will always live with the pain of your woman having an abortion or the woman ha- living with the pain of having killed the baby in the womb. You're, you get past it. You're supposed to get past it. The Bible says, if you're a Christian, uh, he forgets your sins. <laughs> he forgives your sins. As far as from the east is to the west, he forgets them. He throws them into the sea of forgetfulness. That's what my mother told me, in the, and it's in the Bible. <laughs> Some, somebody brought up T-Swift. Taylor Swift is literally dating Mr. Pfizer. It's the couple from hell. H-E double toothpicks, I mean. I don't know why he brought that up. She's misguided as well, right? Thanks, Rumble, for not restricting or blocking this video like YouTube did. I guess YouTube wants blah, 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 blah. It's so crazy how one piece of information can completely change how a nearly two-decade-old song gets interpreted. I can't watch that video the same way anymore. Oh, they don't like the results of having sole authority over if the baby gets killed or not. Talking about women, this DiZorno guy, in the comment section under this video. You get to be the one who deals with the consequences of the decision. Many guys don't want their children aborted, but have absolutely no say whatsoever, and she wouldn't have had the to get the abortion if she didn't spread her legs for some guy who never had any intention of marrying her in the first place. Sorry, that's a little vulgar. Uh, sorry, I don't feel bad for her. I feel bad for the child. And I said, I don't even feel, I don't even necessarily believe her. Women lie. And then women reporting feeling pressured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brett Cooper showed this one gal. Let's see. Jump down to... Ashley St. Clair posted uh, Brit Cooper, Brittany, Brett Cooper vid 10. Ashley St. Clair posted that women, 73% of women who report, reported feeling pressured into abortion. That doesn't mean that they felt pressured by the man. 58% got an abortion solely to make someone else quote unquote happy. That shows the weakness and evil of the women. That shows you shouldn't leave the choice to the women because they feel they are subject to pressure and making other people feel happy. People pleasers. 51% were put in psychiatric medications for the first time in their life after their abortion. Whoa. Interesting. Interesting, Ashley St. Clair. Ashley St. Clair is like a conservative supposed person on Twitter. Save five babies a day. Do you see the one that's, that shows the tweet? Um, I seriously doubt uh, that a large percentage are, uh, are of women who get abortions say they felt coerced by a partner. 
Cause this, by a partner they use the word partner. Oh, there it is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I censored Britney Spears cause she doesn't dress very, uh, modestly. Phony. How is it women's rights if women are overwhelmingly pressured into the decision by men? And, uh... But that's, that's different from the stats that she shows. Jump down a few more to number 10 there, Hassan, if you can see that. Ashley St. Clair stats, 73% say they were felt pressured into, a, feeling pressured into abortion. That doesn't mean by their quote-unquote partner, Ashley St. Clair, 58% to make someone else feel happy. People-pleasing, evil women. So sick. So sick. The video itself, I, I sat through the whole video, but it's a little annoying. You know, women talking. Uh, people say Hake is annoying, so... Uh, and I don't take that away from you. Don't say abortion. <laughs> anyway. Pro-life women, right? Am I right? Losers. Pro-life women. I say that because pro-life women stood up against Trump. They stood up, they're like, Trump is anybody but Trump. Yeah. Trump was the best thing for your little cause, and so are men running the show with your cause, but your... <laughs> abortion sounds cool, actually. I actually stole the word abortion from my Jewish former de facto producer, half Jewish anyway, part, mostly Jewish, uh, Dylan. Because he's down with abortion. I've debated him about it before. I've argued with him about it before. So, um, go away, ladies. You don't know how to fight uh, for what's right. Your uh, minds are not right. And shout out to the ladies. Zeus in Florida is on the line. Zeus, thanks for calling and holding, man. Appreciate it. What's up? What's going on, Hey, How are you? Chilling. Nice. Yeah. So, real quick, I just want to comment on Brett Cooper. Yeah. When I- when I when I first saw her, I honestly thought it was a uh, Ben Shapiro's sister. <laughs> yeah, right. And come come to find out, Ben Shapiro's actual sister, uh, Abby Shapiro, is actually really hot. So I know you disavow hot, but right? Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, I that, think I remember that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I didn't call about that. What I called to to talk about is William's hypocrisy. William in uh, William in California, hypocr. Hip- I think he's from California. Hypocritical. Yeah. I, I don't know where he's from, but he's a hypocrite. On what? Issue. Uh, he was he was talking like uh, a bunch of trash about like reparations, right? Yeah, no and, reparations. And I find it funny that he's against reparations, but he supports illegal immigration. Wait, he supports illegal immigration? Well, does he pay taxes? Do oh, you pay taxes? Do yeah. people listening to this show pay taxes? If you pay taxes, you support illegal immigration. Oh, I mean, but, you can sit here, but spiritually, and you can sit here and say you don't, but right. you do. With your money, you support it. Yeah. You do. Do you not sign your little tax papers uh, in April? You do, right? And where does that tax money go? To pay for illegal immigrants to come to our country illegally. Right. They get benefits. They get to live in hotels. You're paying for that. Yeah. And I just, I just find it hypocritical that he's okay with paying for illegal immigrants to come to the country, but he won't even help his own brothers and sisters in America. And I think that's hypocritical. Now, he'll pay for... He'll pay for uh, people, young men in, in the Ukraine and Russia to die, he'll pay, he'll pay for 
children in Israel and Palestine to get killed, uh-huh. but he won't even support his own brothers and sisters in this country. That's that's an interesting way to look at it, but effectively, now it's debatable whether that help would actually help rather than hurt, because I think reparations would only further hurt them. Well, what do you consider reparations? Giving them money? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't support giving. Don't give any of them money at okay. all. They don't deserve money. All right. When you say reparations, because people have been manipulated by the system, that's what they think. Think about how much money has been sent to the Ukraine. I believe it's like 111 billion, 123 billion, something in that range. Okay. Let's say half or even a quarter of that was spent on American citizens who are who who are lost, not to give them money, but to teach them skills, teach them carpentry, teach them uh, being an electrician, teach them plumbing, plumbing, teach them agriculture. If that money was spent on improving their lives, would they still commit crimes? Probably not. But we don't have that conversation because people are manipulated by evil. They're manipulated by the, the two, two-party political system of Republican and Democrat. And you guys always say, don't pick sides, but you always pick sides. You pick Republican, you pick conservative, and you guys leave yourself open to being manipulated by that, that system. You think and that, that's why America will never be great, because you guys are contributing to evil. Do you think that—so uh, you think um, skills training would solve the crime problem? If you think about it, they don't even know how to read and write at a at a like middle school level. Right. So how could they ever be anything productive in society? If if we spend some of that money we sent to Ukraine or even to Israel and and put in programs where they learn and not even just the blacks, but right. like poor white people, poor uh, American citizens that are brown, if we taught them how to read and write and then after they learn how to read and write we taught them skills, would they use those skills to commit crime or would they use those skills to join a company? And eventually build their own business. And to me, I'd rather take that risk of, 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 of teaching these things and seeing how far it goes than to give it to the Ukraine or give it to Israel or to give them money. They don't deserve money. They don't. Nothing. They were never slaves. They don't deserve that money. I but, personally I personally don't even agree with giving the money to these programs. I say let the people keep their money and defund the government because um, the... Because the problem is not just that they can't read and write and all that stuff. The problem is, like we talk about so much, anger and the messed up families and the feeling like victims. I, I agree with you in the sense to look that, like victims. I agree with you in the sense that anger is the problem. And I also agree with you, we shouldn't have to pay taxes at all. And we shouldn't spend that money on any of that stuff. However, that's not reality. Reality is they're taking your money. You work, I don't know, let's say you work a 40-hour week. They're going to take, I don't know what the percentage is. Yeah. I'm going to just say 5% out of lack of knowledge. So let's say you work 40 hours a week. They're going to take 5% of that money. It's like 30%. And you consent to it. <laughs> How much is it? I think it's like thir- 20, 30%. I could be wrong. Damn. I mean, I think so you get they, some back sometimes if you're below a certain level, or sometimes you have to pay more on top of that. But yeah. Well, even think about that. You work 40 hours a week, and 20% of that money they're going to take from you. You don't have a choice. You don't do it because you want to give it to them. You do it because you're afraid which if you're afraid, you don't serve God, in my opinion, but whatever, that's a conversation for another day. Right. But if you're giving them 20% of your money willingly, and they're sending it to Ukraine for people to die, they're giving it to the illegals, and they're giving it to Israel, then you contribute to evil. You're consenting to serving evil. So I don't want to hear you complain about reparations, because you serve evil anyway. And that's my opinion on William, and he seems like a nice guy. I've never had an issue with him. Right. But when I heard him talk, I never had an issue with him. Right. But when I heard him talking, I was like, you're a hypocrite. You give your money to the illegals. Why how, but how do you here? know that he pays taxes? Did he say that he pays taxes? I would imagine that he does. 
I mean, I think that it's probably a safe here. If if there's ever an assumption to be made on the show, probably safe to assume that he pays taxes. Let's uh It is safe to yeah, to assume that <laughs> I guess on anyone, right? Because most Generally. people do it and not they don't do it because they want to, they do it and I had this conversation with Nick. They do right. it at the threat of a gun. But that's not necessarily fear if you're if you're doing it out of uh, practical staying out of unnecessary trouble for yourself. That's what, then that's not that's necessarily 100%, fear. That's one hundred percent. That's one hundred percent fear. You don't trust God enough to take care of you that you're going to sit here and give these evil people your money so they can con- contribute to yeah, more evil in the world, huh? Oh no, I'm asking the people how this stream is because uh, oh. I see it buffering. <laughs> Over on that's Twitter. 100%, that's 100% fear. All right? If you really didn't but have fear, you, don't know you that. wouldn't do it. It is. No, because you, you're only doing it because you're afraid. Whatever God's will is for me, if, if I get imprisoned, if I get, I guess, I don't know, executed, or I even die tomorrow from a heart attack, I'm not saying I will. I accept God's will because I serve God's will. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate and, uh, I, I'm st- I'm a little distracted because of the uh, the stream issues. Um, yeah, I see it going on on my TV. I have you on mute on my TV, but I can see all the buffering. It should be. But uh, is it back? Oh, is back? Okay. No, it's not back. But it, I've been listening to you for about a, a week and a half or so. And by chance today, I was working on a project on my computer, and I was listening to some uh, some Spartan uh, motivation. And when one of the videos ended, it was like uh, auto autoplay, and then the autoplay went to your your stream, which I guess was on. And I was like. Oh, listen to Hicks, see what he's up to. Nice, man. And here I am calling him. But uh, you're looking good, man. You look fresh. I like the shirt. Um, I still wish you well. I have no issue with you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I'll let you go since your stream's messing up. Cool, man. Uh, maybe I'll call again. Uh, but, yeah, it was good talking to you, Hicks. Yeah, you as well, Zeus. Appreciate you. Take All care. Right. All right. Oh, also, yeah. I saw, if, if I may, I saw uh, on somebody's comment, deport him. I'm, I'm a legal American citizen. I have no association with Mexico. So. Right. Please deport me because I will sneak back in and get benefits that you pay. But I think it kept the same. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. I think we're back now, guys. Okay. We shall see. Complicated business, folks. Complicated business. All right. Let me get to Manuel out of California. Manuel, thank you for calling, man, and holding. Go ahead. How you doing, Hank? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. Um, how'd you feel the debate with Stardust went for you? Okay. All right. Room yeah. for improvement, I, I, but I not it. bad. I mean, I, I don't know if it was bad or not. <laughs> I thought it went pretty well. Just You can tell they, those liberals, they just bounce around the words and questions. Like I asked one yesterday the, about... Whose fault really was it who, when he took the drugs before he was in custody? Oh, yeah. You're the one who gave then, the super chat, huh? Yeah, because, like, whose fault is it really? You George know, Floyd. When George Floyd took those drugs before he went into cust- custody. Right. And how's the cop supposed to know that he took that much? You know, and then she was just like, well, blah, 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 blah. Right. They just beat around the bush. They don't ever answer a question straight. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's, uh, um, she... Yeah, she's sort of a mama. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you, you're talking about this whole abortion thing right now, and I was just thinking, too, I'm like, wow, my ex-wife, years ago, um, 
told me that she was pregnant and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then she had an abortion behind my, like, after all that. Wow. She had an abortion and then told me. Well, then, like, eight years later, I find out she was lying about it all. Oh, she never had was pregnant or had an abortion? No. Wow. No. And I, I remember going through years and was like, man, I can't believe I made her go through that alone. Or, you know, she was too afraid to talk to me and, like, all these thoughts about it. Wow. Yeah, I look at them like, Women lie. Uh, yeah. They lie. <laughs> That's why like Britney Spears is saying this. I'm like, oh, she's probably lying. Yeah, she it totally lie. could be lying. It could be a lie or... And they don't tell the whole truth, even when they tell factual information. And they You're say right. stuff that they have no business saying, honestly. You know? Just like the statistic about the 72% are feel pressured, like, well, obviously. Right, because the they're... They all, they always feel pressured about everything, <laughs> and they imagine but, that you're that you believe stuff or that you. They imagine that you're pressuring them when you may not even be pressuring them. They get into right. their heads so much it's insane the stuff that they believe about the you that they're getting from you. They accuse you of being what they are, and it's not even the truth. <laughs> oftentimes, okay. anyway. Wow. The women pressure, them, the women pressure themselves. Just yeah. Looking at them. they all wear makeup. They all compare whose clothes is what who's popular, who's with this person, who's with that person. Like, they put pressure in, against themselves, and they don't even see it. Like, you, me, I mean, me as a person, not not you. Yeah. I don't give, I don't care if they wear makeup. I don't, if they have plastic surgery, I will not talk to them. To me, that is disgusting. Uh, yeah, I so agree, I, man. I, I am not a fan of the plastic surgery face look. Or, you know, I don't like them altering their bodies in all these weird ways. It's... Right. Well, it's, you're not even comfortable in yourself, so how can I even trust you? You're, you're you're willing to give up on your own self. Why would you not give up on me? Yeah. Interesting, man. Wow. Well, I mean, you're you're already divorced. You did you have yeah. kids by her? No, no. I got a kid by somebody else. Oh, okay. So you're done. You're done with the dating mess. Or are oh, you? Oh yeah. Nice. I'm well done. I haven't dated in. Uh, probably like four years. Okay. I'm in a wheelchair now. It's a little different, so I can't just right. go pick up ladies like I used to, but yeah, there are people who are attracted to people in wheelchairs, which is very odd. Yeah. That's a red flag in itself, potentially. Oh, yeah. I'm, I have some crazy stories I can tell you. I don't want to say it on air, but like, right. there's some crazy people out there. Yeah. Not good. All right, Hank. Thank good you, man. You. Thank you for the input. That's an interesting story, man. Take care, Emmanuel. All right, you too. All right, bye. Bye. Um, guys, what a mess. What a terrible mess. Let me just double check for some super chats in here. Um, Rumble keeps buffering, but the stream is back. The stream is back. Um, thank you, Max Rex. I don't know if I'm going to cut sleeves off my King of the Cage t-shirts. Shall I open the treasure chest for the Rumble supporters? Oh, man. That was rough. Let me just double check over on buymeacoffee.com. Amazing Asia. Britney Spears exposed Jumber... (laughs) Jumber? Justin Timberlake for having a black scent when speaking to the R&B singer Ginuwine. Ginuwine. That sounds vaguely familiar. Who's black. Laughing face emoji with tears coming out. But everyone talks black when they're speaking to a cool black person. I know, it just kind of 
Well, I don't know if I do that, but it is. <laughs> it is. It's catching. Like, you sort of reflect the person. People automatically sort of reflect the person they're talking to. And it's not necessarily that they're just being posers. I mean, people are fake, but people are... You can I Maybe... <laughs> you know how uh, Joe Biden's like... He was speaking in a black church. Unchain the economy. The, the Republicans want to unchain the economy. They want to put y'all back in chains. Ooh. And the black people were eating it up like losers. Or maybe they could tell he was being fake. That was during the Obama administration. Unchain the economy. <laughs> black people talk pretty entertainingly. But yeah, it's pathetic. And uh, Obama talks black when he's not even a black talking black, necessarily. Uh, Hillary Clinton... I don't feel no ways tired. I feel like going on talking in front of the black church. <laughs> I remember one of my, uh, my sister-in-law once, and then I got to end. My sister-in-law once, my sister-in-law once uh, waited tables at like Coco's, Denny's, or somewhere like that, as a yeah, young lady, and she was waiting on some Southerners, and she's all, something, something, y'all? And she couldn't believe she said, y'all. We didn't used to like the word y'all. But she couldn't believe that she said y'all, but it, it was catching, it's catching. It's contagious, that type of talk. <laughs> so, thank you, Amazing Asia. Great super chat. Adios, guys. Enjoy. It's Frodo's first day. <laughs> hey, you got to stream for 21, 20 more minutes after all that buffering. I can't. I don't have time. I, I got to end. It's Frodo's first day. This is Red Bull of Juarez from the 2001 album, And We Washed Our Weapons in the Sea by this Christian band, Frodo's. Adios, America, and enjoy. So good. It's Thrash Thursday. Even though it's not Thrash. Thank you, Hassan. Making it work. Shout out to Joel Friday. And, and Nicolas. Now! I'm left for dead right now! It's screamy, so I put it at the end. So you guys can quit early. Rock and roll is war. Ha, ha, ha.
You don't like this? <laughs> you just laughing at me. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? So cool. From ourselves. Sort of post-punk. Our van's dead, we don't care. Smash something, hey! No. Shout out to John, he made this. <laughs> I will never spit at this music. Well, adios, America. <laughs> Bye.